1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details.
0: Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio Sixteen Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
2: Mickey broke the record at Cap Benny's on oysters, about however many you can eat.
0: Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years, and along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame.
3: Now, the reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them, because if you break the record, everybody <laughs> with you eats free. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. All right. Sponsors today, Texan Roofing, the Belleville Meat Market, Mainstream Marketing, and I'm Captain Mickey Eastman, and producing the outdoor show this morning is Jake. All right, looking at weather, Galveston right now down on the island, it's 77 degrees. Partly cloudy today, a high of 82. East-Southeast winds 10 to 20, and they're throwing in about a 10 to 15% chance of rain. Tonight, 20% chance, few clouds. Low around 76, southeast 10 to 15, and for tomorrow, pretty much the same, 20% chance of rain with sunny skies. You know, despite a few afternoon clouds, stray shower, thunderstorm could be possible. High near 80, east, southeast 10 to 20. So I think uh, everybody's anxious waiting on that front to come in next week, Monday or Tuesday, get it in here. It's going to be nice. All right, looking at – Tides for today, we're on a four-tide schedule. A high just occurred at the Galveston Channel at 319 a.m. Our next tide is a low at 940 a.m., a high at 437 p.m., and then a low tonight at 1034 p.m. 729 a.m. sunrise, 638 p.m. sunset, our moon phase, 94%. Almost another full moon. I come quick. All right, looking at current conditions, uh, Galveston Channel, is southeast at 3 to 8 down there. Water temp's 80 degrees, air temperature 77. At Eagle Point, it's 78 degrees with 79-degree water. A southeast wind at 11 to 14, and barometric pressure's 30 inches and steady. So that does it. That's pretty much it on the weather, and it's kind of a boring forecast, but uh, at least it's not any kind of, Pumping south or southwest winds, at least it's got east in it. All right, let's head over to the Tri-Bay area and check in with a hammer this morning, see what he's up to. Captain Glenn Hammond, good morning. What's up?
4: Uh, good morning. How are you, sir?
3: Well, hello there.
4: What's going <laughs> on? Oh, man. Uh, wind wind is kind of laid back this morning. we got a 11 miles an hour east, no, south, south, southeast, about 10 11 miles an hour 78 degrees surfside beach it's been quite windy um our tides have been boiled up you know that's about the about the worst thing because uh it puts the boat ramps kind of vulnerable um uh, you, you know it just makes it tough uh with the with all the bull tides up. but we drove down to the pass yesterday my wife and i and and uh, it actually, it, you know, the water is looking good, but um, just bowled up all the way up to the piers, yeah. to the dock. I mean, for, right. a flush level. But uh, anyway, uh, let's see. The big news is, Captain Mickey, uh, I'm down for the count as as my motor. It finally, oh, you know, I've been prepared for it, and uh, a Tuesday, it a a, it finally did, yes sir. Uh, Tuesday morning, I had a a trip with a customer slash friend of mine, and uh, he was here at 630. We headed out of the boat ramp, made it about a mile and a half. I heard a couple of, I just, I felt a little vibrate, kind of like a couple of knocks or something, and I thought mm-hmm. I was kind of scraping the ground, and I turned around about the time I did, I heard a real loud squeak, and the motor died, and that was it. I went to start it, and all I was doing just – it wouldn't even turn over, hardly.
3: Yeah, it was locked so, up.
4: Uh, yeah, so uh, I got on the phone and called our buddies out at FCJ Marine, and 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 boom, just like that, man, we got a uh, whole – Fernando's uh, already got the uh, got the ball in motion, you know. To, uh, we're waiting on uh, – just waiting on a few things. He's going to order that motor for me, and uh, they're going to end up putting it on. But uh, it happens. Uh, I'll end up remotoring this time, and I mean it's been ten years, so I'm really oh, lucky. You I can't, can't
3: all complain that. about that. <laughs> I mean ten years. No, that's no uh, ten It's pretty good. You're gonna repower then. You're gonna put a fresh new horse on there. Uh,
4: 150, Captain Mickey. There I'm you going go. From you're going you're 100. gonna love
3: that engine. Oh man,
4: you're gonna love it. I'm going from a 115 to a 150. And uh, they made a. They came out with a 140. He said, "Man, it's only like fifteen hundred dollars difference." And I said, "Put the 150 on there." Yeah, go but, with a, uh, go with a buck fifty. So what what I'm doing right now is just waiting for them to get uh get ready for it. And uh, I'm gonna call him today, and because uh, we you know we we were going through this, uh, you know, you're gonna go and kind of have some financing done, and they were gonna have it done for me and everything, and just depending on what they say. And they shouldn't give mm-hmm. us no trouble. I and mean, we should you know, pass it with ease. But uh, if they don't, I'll just, I got the money, man. I can just go ahead and, and pay it. I just hate to do it, you know. But, you know, in the next five years, I'll make that back. So, uh, I'll oh, make yeah, more with than that the,
3: back. Uh, Man, know, with but, the things that are going on in this country and world right now, hold on to your cash, buddy.
4: Oh, I can. know. I I know. It's uh, like we just got that, that new truck here a couple, a few months ago and when it rains and and it pours, man. But yeah it well I, I
3: mean just go down and buy you a new truck and then you'll blow up your outboard or something that's, that's welcome to the guide business it's never ended <laughs> it's
4: never i mean been it's going always through that something. my
3: whole life buddy just just when you think you're you're doing good it all goes bad
4: <laughs> it all goes bad they, uh, it's something uh, down while I was at St. Louis yesterday. They had all this fire and rescue, some kind of a emergency, uh, training, or I don't know why. It seems yeah. like about five months ago they did it again down there. I've, I've seen all the same, not the same vehicles, but they have a bunch of little uh those little uh, rubber boats that they use and they had a uh, they had a whole trailer put a little outboard motors with a crane on the back of this truck that lift the motors up and put them right on. they were putting all the motors on their little boats and stuff some kind of a probably had a bunch builder. of those little
3: zodiacs
4: yes sir yes sir a bunch yeah. of them
3: and uh they had
4: about 10 or 15 motors on the back of this trailer and, and uh, they were had they were putting them on there and Anyway, I seen all kind of fancy rescue boats and and vehicles from all over the place, different counties. So uh, I don't know what's going on down there, but uh, I'm just warning you. Uh, drills, I be the, practice. Weekend, they'll be, yeah, they'll be doing some drills and practice. So yeah, they save lives, and, right there. You bet. That's uh that's a good thing, man. To have those people on our side. And,
3: that's and a good place to practice too. To, there, it's Satan's yeah. order of death.
4: <laughs> a lot of boy, drownings boy.
3: over the years. I believe that and the Sandy Center River are probably the two, you know, that you always heard about my entire life mm-hmm. of drownings. You know, especially mm-hmm. in the summer months when there's a lot of people out and man, everything from undertow
4: to, uh, to rip currents. To, well, yeah. we've been under we've been under rip current warnings all week on our beachfront. So sure. uh, you know, it's just it's just been. Roiled up uh white cap as far as you can see out there, I mean that old ocean's kind of angry right now and then with all these bull tides, man we had it way up in the yard yesterday. I had to park my trucks up on the street. I got boat boat and trucks, everything ready to go. uh I'm ready to haul it in uh, let's see uh what else we' got now Oh yeah, on a Saturday note, we had to put our last week we had to put that little Papillon down. 20-year-old oh, little dog. and
3: she that's a finally, long time for a dog, man. She,
4: she finally had enough, Captain Mickey, and just it was time. And one of the saddest days, man, I'm telling you, we've had in a long time. Oh, it's just tough. You just get it I know. It was,
3: it's, it's like losing a kid.
4: It was like my mother-in-law's dog when we were living all together and everything. And then she passed, and Melinda and I kind of inherited the, the, the dog, the little puppy. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway... Oh, just tough. Just tough. We'll get through it. Well, I'm
3: trying to prepare myself for it. It's hard to. You know, I've got a lab that's 13 years old that Crocker gave me. And, you know, labs, just that's a long time. Oh, man. uh, She's a big female, but she's got some esophageal breathing issues where her her trach is collapsed. I almost lost her twice by letting her get too excited and, you know, running too much outside. So Mm -hmm. I have to watch her when I let her out.
0: Make it sure she doesn't get, hard.
3: yeah, they just smothered to death. And, uh, mm. you know, if you can get 14 years out of one, that's that's a lot, you know, for a no, big dog man. like that. So I'm, oh, I'm just know. living it's, on borrowed time with her. I know, you know,
4: that's the first time in my life that I've been without a dog. I mean, I've always owned some kind of, we've got cats. Now, I ain't saying much about those things you can have all of them yeah,
3: you know, I'm not
4: much but I've always more. been a dog lover and uh, this yeah, an is the first well. time in my life being without one but we're going to get get through it and uh, and I'm not going to run out there and buy no other puppy There's too no many. just
3: take your time you'll know when it's time yeah. it's like the vet told me with my other lab when she had cancer and I had to put her to sleep she goes you'll know when it's time bring her in and off give her a shot
4: that's exactly what uh what they told us, and that's yeah. what the little puppy was telling us. And shoot, we obliged anyway. Right. Uh, let's let's see what else is going on down here. Bait camps are holding bait. Uh, you're gonna pay twenty four dollars a quart if you pay cash. You might pay a little more if you if you're not paying cash. But uh, anyway, they got uh I, I'm not seeing too many croaker flags anymore down here. I'm mostly mostly shrimp. And the shrimps that you're gonna Good, get, are, a trout are, a break. Yeah, yeah. And the the shrimp that you're gonna get though are are huge, man. You can put a saddle on them and ride them. These these son of a guns will hurt you if they pop you. You know, they're big old white thumpers, and uh, you get about you get about fifteen shrimp to a quart.
3: Good lord.
4: <laughs> no, you don't get many though. But, uh, shoot, man, here I go. I go and buy that bait, and we leave out the boat ramp. Now, you know what? Luckily, I didn't make it about a mile and a half from the boat ramp the, the, the morning because I had my trolling motor on there. And, thank goodness, I run a cord out there and plug it in every once in a while, and I had 36 volts of trolling motor to get me back to the dock. And I
3: didn't yeah, have I leave mine in plugged in all the time. In. The only time I unplug it is when I'm going fishing. There you go. But uh, that rescued me that day, man. I thought I yep. was
4: going to have to anchor to shore, you know, if the trolling oh, motor boy. wouldn't work. Yeah, and that, you know, how long, <laughs> how long that takes. But, oh, uh, anyway, we made it back, got it up on the trailer, and I'm just waiting to hear the word. He said bring it in to him next week sometime, and we will, they'll have me out in about a week, week and a half. So you can't ask for anything better. Those guys are really comforting and uh yeah once I uh,
3: get get everything in line I mean it's uh they'll have that boat going before you can say Jack Robertson
4: I know it my apologies for the cancellations I've had to do for the last couple of days oh, that's uh,
3: part of the guy business
4: stuff, ha- stuff happens and everybody's uh, pretty patient with it so we'll get her we'll get her back on road'll I'll be back on the I'll be back out there man <laughs> it won't be long I'll get it I, I can't wait. Brand new Honda, man. You yeah, know, you're going to love it. Sweet, sweet, uh, sweet. It'll, get, it'll cut that workload in half, too, raising that horsepower up a
3: few degrees. Well, yeah, level. I mean, you can't over horsepower boat in no. my book. The more you but have, no, the, of, the better it is.
4: That big old Carolina skip with all the ice chest and big old bodies on there, man, you got to, that's pretty dang heavy. And then that motor weighs 500 pounds, you know, itself. That 150
3: but, uh, weighs that much?
4: Yeah, they're four hundred and eighty something pounds. Yeah. yeah. Well, so uh it's the same as uh same as the one fifteen. Same yeah. body, same shape, same everything. So man, I looked at the, I was over there, uh we took that application in day before yesterday over at CJ Marine and they had a big old three fifty Honda brand that's spanking what, new. That's what that's
3: what I want on my Kenner, but it's too big, I'd be over horsepower. <laughs> I wish I could get yeah. by with it. I want
4: one those new three fifties. What a good looking deal, man. That's a good Sweet. looking motor right there. Yeah, I heard they yeah. purr like kittens. But anyway, old Fernando and them, they'll be getting me fixed up, man. I'll keep you posted on all of that
3: and I hope everything
4: goes good.
2: They
3: will. They're the cool. best, man. They'll do you yes, right, sir. man. Yes, sir. Well, Glenn, if somebody wants to call you about coming over and fishing with you once you get your new engine on, how they get a hold of you, man.
4: 713. 713- two zero eight
3: zero six eight three
4: everybody have a great weekend man i appreciate you buddy all
3: right hammer sorry about your okay. dog man all right it's all good thank you sir see Bye-bye. you buddy later all right that's a hammer down in the tri-bay area <clears throat> well i need to take a moment to tell everybody about texan roofing they're the people i trust you know texan roofing covers houston and surrounding areas and texan roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair or replacement Texan Roofing has the Better Business Bureau A-plus rating with no complaints ever, and they're certified to give the best leak-free warranties in the business. And Texan Roofing's found the majority of jobs they do. They offered the lower price and beat the competition's quality and warranty, along with their honest roof inspections and A-plus management. These are reasons to call Texan Roofing. Tell them you heard about it right here on the Outdoor Show, and Tim and his staff, they'll work directly with you and, uh, They're outdoorsmen like we are. They'll talk hunting and fishing with you also. They do a superior job. Call Texan Roofing at 281-391-9600. That's 281-391-9600 or texanroofing.com. Please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Sports Radio 610
4: presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
5: Yeah, that's my old girlfriend.
3: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. Yeah, it's bad. Hammer lost his dog. That's just part of it we go through. Man, dogs are owning a dog nowadays is a lot different back in the day. It, uh, I don't think we got as close to our animals back then as we do now, especially hunting dogs. They were kind of like a tool, you know, when you guided with them. But that was my biggest downfall was I got, I got too too close to my, even my hunting dogs. They're uh, they're a gift. It's something special to have if you take care of them. You got to take care of them. Give them, uh, give them a good life like they do you. I had a text earlier. I'll just share it with a guy I want to know uh, over all the years. This time of year in the fall, if I'm going to wade fish, what would be my main go to lures to get out of the boat with? And it, uh, boy, that that might take a while. You know, like in the 80s and then the 90s, things changed, especially when the corky came out. That was another, you had to have several of them you'd put in your box. But it, uh, that's one lure that hadn't changed. We carry a lot, you know, once the water starts getting cooler. You know, I know some guys that are throwing corkies now. They're catching some trout on them, but, uh, boy, the hardheads hadn't left yet, and, man, them hardheads love corkies for whatever reason. I have no explanation for that, but you can you can dang near catch as many hardheads on the, on a corkie as you can dead shrimp. It's crazy. All right, let's go down to Matagord and check in with Captain Tommy Alexander. Tommy, good morning. What's up?
2: What's up, Mickey?
3: What's happening, man?
2: Oh, not a much. Another day in paradise.
3: You sound tired. You've been hitting it hard,
2: <clears throat> man. It yeah, I have, I've been really tired. I don't know what's wrong. I have been tired, but I've been hitting it hard. But low T. I I've been tired. <laughs> that's what everybody. does. Yeah, it's it.
3: low T. <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't know. I mean, I've had one or two days off since I talked to you, but yeah, I just yeah. I don't know what it is. I've just been tired.
3: How old are you now, Tommy?
2: Uh, forty-six.
3: Yeah, I, I knew you had to be in your mid forties, man. Yeah, forty-six. You're gonna be an old man before you know it.
2: God, I already feel like one.
3: Boy, I'd give anything to go back to forty-six and know what I know now.
2: Yeah, that's what. That's <laughs> what I hear.
3: <laughs> yeah, you'll understand.
2: i know i well i wish i could go back to 30 so Mm -hmm. and when i was 30 i didn't understand that so but yeah that's where i'm at i don't know I, i have been i seem like i've been real tired when i first especially when i first get up the first two hours i'm tired yeah like i feel exhausted and then i kind of come out of it you know and i get going and come out of it
3: did you catch that crud this year yeah Okay, well, that's, that's probably what it ago. is because, you know, when I caught it, it, uh, I mean, it took me about a month to get over that.
2: Yeah, it's been about three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I had it. I was, I don't know. I was pretty, I was down for about a week. I mean, I felt bad. I don't, I don't know what I had. I don't know if it was a flu or what, but something was bad. I had somebody in the household, my stepson was, uh, he he had the flu, like he tested positive for the flu. So, mm. and then I got it right after that. So I was figuring that's what I got. But whatever it was, <clears throat> that's actually it seems like I've been tired since then.
3: It'll do it. I don't know. I don't it know. put it, me on the back burner. It was hard to get kick started in the mornings.
2: Yeah, that's what it is. It's the first, you know, hour, two hours. That you're up and going, and then it kind of goes away, and you're, I feel fine. It's just that initial get up and go. But we're still trucking along over here. I I got a few days off next week. I still got, I got to fish the next three days, I think. Yeah, today, tomorrow, and Sunday, and then I, I get two or three days off. Next week, well, so. it
3: looks kind of like a, uh, yeah, pretty much a blowout a for Tuesday and Wednesday, possibly, this next well, week. That, I'm, Maybe I'm Monday, Monday, too. Tuesday. depends.
2: That's you know. what I'm off. I'm off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. And then I got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I think.
3: Yeah, you can watch it blow. It's going <laughs> to be chilly. <clears throat>
2: yeah, I saw that for Halloween. It's the- yeah, it's going to be a Halloween cold night.
3: Halloween, man, them trick-or-treaters. be if kids Disney even do 40, that anymore,
2: all they do around here, yeah, I mean, it's a big deal in my neighborhood. I mean, it's serious. They <laughs> they get hay, do they, they? They get hay rides. They have you'll see side by sides pulling trailers full of hay and people. Oh, I mean, boy. it's serious. It's a it's an ordeal.
3: Yeah, that's good.
2: They get real involved a little bit over here. I mean, you better. Even you can turn your lights off, shut your doors, and everything, and you're, they're still going to beat on your doors. They're coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we've just been kind of dealing with the wind last few days. But you know, uh, still people catching fish randomly here and there, and still people catching reds. That just hasn't went away. But like yesterday, we had that big. Uh, corporate, I don't know what you call it, it was a tournament, AMSPEC is the name of it, but it was I don't even know how many, 17 or 20 boats were involved in it. And uh, it was like a three red, one trout, one flounder, stringer, something like that. But, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I think, you know, not everybody, but a lot of people had a lot of reds. (coughs) The trout, you know, everybody called a couple trout, it seemed like. I mean, I saw a lot of fish in the in the buckets. It just <coughs> seemed like it was more of a redfish thing than anything. Right. You know, we caught. Man, I got into some trout yesterday, and they were like 12 inches. <laughs> we caught so many of oh. them. I had to move twice. I had to pull us off of them. Cause yeah. We were just going through lures and baits and just, I mean, they were all. They weren't even close enough to measure. You know, I'm talking 11, 12 inches. But and a lot I mean, of that going were, on
3: everywhere. All up no, down the really coast. A lot, of, a lot of little fish. Future looks bright if they'll make it.
2: They were really thick. And in one spot, they were really thick in one spot, and it was a redfish spot. It wasn't even a, a spot that, you know, people don't... You know, I don't go there to catch trout at all. Right. It's kind of a redfish area. I was surprised to see that many trout. Uh, Yeah, definitely lots of little trout. I saw lots of porpoises yesterday, too.
3: That ain't good. Those Uh, are some more trout eaters.
2: Way more than normal. But, you know, anyway, I'll tell you something else I saw yesterday. I saw a deer on the south shoreline. A buck that was like the biggest buck I've ever seen around here like a I mean I'm not real good on on looking at deer and saying oh that's a so and so that's a 180 190 you know what I mean I'm not real good at that but I would say it was like a 160 160 class deer living in the salt marsh it was pretty it was pretty impressive
3: yeah that is that's real impressive. Yeah,
2: I know. Living in the salt marsh, and it was mm. it was big, and you could see its muscle tone, like it was very good shape. Just a big old muscly deer. I don't know. By far the biggest one I've ever seen roaming around down here in the salt marsh.
3: Well, mm. that's why why he's big. He's down there where nobody can get to him.
2: Yeah. I don't, what do they eat? You know, on the island.
3: Oh, I'm sure they've there's something.
2: Gotta be I'm sure there's some uh, kind
3: of foliage they thrive off of.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes so. But it was a good one. But yeah, we caught lots of little reds, you know, few keepers, but it just was kind of a for me it was It wasn't a very great wasn't a productive day for keepers. Caught lots of lots of little stuff.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> but and there's a lot know. a lot of that been going on this year.
2: So I'm gonna go the total opposite way today. <laughs> that I did yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm gonna do the total opposite thing.
3: Out boy, pull the plug on that and do something else. Yeah. Yeah, you can't find good ones if you don't fish for them and look for them.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm pulling a plug on that one, but uh, I, th- I mean, the water looked okay. It wasn't, it wasn't that the water was looked bad or anything like that where I was fishing. They just, yeah, just wasn't any keeper fish around. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I figure it'll be a busy when's wind- duck season. That is that is that just tomorrow.
3: Well, you have youth uh, season starting this weekend for. You know, the kids, they get a, a one-week oh, okay, start, gotcha. you know, a weekend start on the uh, adults on uh, waterfowl and, you know, deer. So,
2: Got gotcha. you. Well, that makes more we'll, sense. So I thought it was next yeah. Saturday, but then I saw something online. Somebody posted something about, you know, getting ready to hunt in the morning, so then I thought I was, maybe I was wrong. So. Yeah, I they're
3: know. probably taking their kids
2: hunting. <clears throat> that might be it. What's the age on that thing? What do they consider
3: youth? Man, I've seen guys posing with deer with three year olds sitting on top of the buck. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> no, it's—I yeah. uh, think it's up to sixteen, I believe, something like that. I got you. Huh. But it's a good opportunity, uh-huh. you know, for the kids to have their own weekend before yeah. the adults turn loose on them.
2: And they do, that's duck too, they have a few duck seasons.
3: Yeah, waterfowl and, and deer, yeah. Gotcha. All right. And then next weekend is the big weekend.
2: Big opener.
3: So if you're traveling somewhere, you better leave during the middle of the week to get out of town. Yeah. <sighs> no. Next Friday, I, I can only imagine what I-10 and 59 are going to look like.
2: 45. I'll be here fishing. Be fishing. Be fishing like always.
3: Well, we used to look forward to this. You know, it cleaned out the bays pretty good. Everybody hit the openers and went went hunting, and uh, we had the weekends. It was pretty, pretty, pretty grim out there. Not a lot of boat traffic, which made it good. Yeah, I think nowadays it really doesn't matter. So many people that do both they'll be out there anyway
2: yeah it Without doesn't permitting. nowadays nowadays it doesn't even matter any of the above it don't matter if it's a Tuesday if it's deer season, duck season <clears throat> I don't think it matters what the, what it is there's boats out there
3: yeah Matagorda gets a I lot of I, pressure
2: yeah we get all that harbor is full I mean there's it doesn't matter what day of the week or what's going on there's people there
3: chock full <clears throat> I've never been yeah, down never, there when it wasn't wasn't full. Yeah,
2: you know, it's definitely the last couple of years are worse than it ever has been as far as people. Right. <clears throat> I've never seen so many people. I mean, used to you at least had the middle of the week. You always had the middle of the week was going to be going to be light, and now that's not that's not the case. It's there's it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter what day I pull up over there from the boat slips on any day of the week. And, There's people, there's already four or five boats tied up,
3: no matter what. Right. All right. Hey, Tommy, let me me knock this break out, and I'll come back to you. We'll talk a little more before I have to let you go, bud. All right. Hang on if you got time. Do you have time?
2: Yeah, that's
3: fine. Okay, hang on. All right. Well, the Belleville Meat Market, what a great place to shop. Located in downtown Belleville, they're a short drive from Sealy off I-10 or Hempstead off 290. Go downtown, look for the big white sign, their processing facility, and meat market are right next door to one another. No better place to have your wild game process than the Belleville meat market. I've been using them over 15 years now, and what I like is consistency. My products, all the stuff I have made with my venison, it's the same every year, and that's uh, that's hard to say about a lot of places. And uh, check out all their uh, Holiday turkeys coming up, you want to make sure you get on, in on that and get a turkey or two reserved for the holidays. Their uh, country smoked turkeys are just second to none. Plus, processing, uh, not to mention all the wild game they do. They have custom processing on pigs and calves all year long. You can order a half-calf or a hindcore. You can have it processed any way you like. And when you're doing your wild game, try something different. Try their new Vinny Dogs and Hog Dogs. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison our wild pigs and the Bellevilles open Monday through Saturday 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sundays 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community that's the Belleville meat market where meat is our middle name it's another innovation from cigar the proven leader in saltwater leader material introducing their new gold label leader it's cigar's thinnest leader material yet it's 18 percent thinner and 17% stronger than any other Seaguar leader. That means it's even less visible underwater. It creates more natural presentations for better catch rates, especially in clear water on leader-shy fish. And the new Go label, it's made with exclusive Seaguar fluorocarbon resins. They make it in a double-structure process, which provides exceptional knot and tensile strength. Yet it's soft and it cinches easily for fail-safe knots. Get Seaguar Go label at your favorite tackle dealer or you can learn more at cigar.com.
4: Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The
3: Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 437 here in the Bayou City. All right, Tommy, we're back, my friend. <coughs> All righty. All righty.
2: <coughs> now, well, we're going to... I don't know. It's not supposed to rain anymore, or nothing until Monday, right? Just kind of windy.
3: Yeah. It's not looking like it. Slight chance, but uh, we missed all that rain on the coast yesterday that they yeah. got north of us. Boy, there was pretty good yeah, storms. They, they had tornado warnings up around Conroe in that area. It was crazy, man.
2: Yeah. I mean, the weather guys were totally wrong, like normal, I guess. But
0: <clears throat>
2: I mean, it was supposed to be pretty, pretty bad yesterday morning. We didn't get a dropper, rain. Right?
3: No, I, I was talking to Charlie, and he asked me about it. I said, no, nah, you look good on the coast, bud.
2: Yeah, but the day or two before that, they were talking solid. The future cast showed solid green on Matagorda, you know, all morning long. They definitely called that one wrong. Yes. For
3: sure. <clears throat> uh, Weather predictors.
2: Monday and Tuesday, like I said, now I look bad. But I don't have a trip anyway, so I'm gonna sit back and watch it. Sit back, watch it, make some chili.
3: Yeah, or some gumbo or oyster stew. Boy, there's a lot of things yeah. you can do when it gets cold. Comfort food. <clears throat>
2: well, I can't eat. I I can't eat shrimp or. I don't know about oysters. I, might can do that now a little bit. I don't know. I haven't really tried, but I can't eat shrimp and crawfish anymore. So
3: why? Because iodine?
2: The, that whatever's in it is for uh, my gout. I have gout in my foot. Yeah. And whatever's in shrimp, it kicks it off. I can't do it.
3: Really? That's yeah, that's no good. I've been
2: eating it my whole life until a couple of years ago. Now I can't. I can't really eat shellfish. I can't do crabs either. Oh. Yeah.
3: That Tell that bites. <laughs> That's yeah. nasty. That hurt. Well, at
2: first, at first they told me the doctor told me that I couldn't eat steak or any of that. Like I couldn't eat shellfish steak. I mean, I had this whole list.
3: High protein foods.
2: Man, I, like I was over. Like I, I was done for if I can't eat any of that stuff. And I started kind of experimenting with it. And I I can eat steak and beef I can eat hamburgers I can eat all that it's just the shellfish that gets me
3: Uh, boy boy, that'd be a a life in the process
2: tell me about it I haven't eaten shrimp in two years or any shellfish
3: yep yep you know, my mother it. was sensitive to the iodine and shrimp, you know, and sea, certain seafoods like that. But uh, I don't know a that, what it is. Medication she could take it. for it.
2: Yeah, I don't know what it is that causes it, but something in there. It's in there. I well,
3: mean, I'm if sure I they I ate got like a peel one. for it, they got a peel for everything.
2: Yeah, they do, and some people. If you people ate every drink, supplement
3: and every pill, you'd spend twenty-four hours a day putting stuff down your throat.
2: Well, that's kind of what I'm. I'm scared of all that junk. I don't
3: take. I am too.
2: I, I don't take any medicine. All I take is I don't is either.
3: It's uh, I don't. I'm all natural.
2: I'm scared of it, but I, I probably, probably need some. <laughs> there's probably some stuff I need.
3: Yeah, I probably need some brain pills. <laughs>
2: yeah. Something. Oh, <laughs> well, anyway, I'm going to, I said, got.
3: You done few, any bass uh, fishing lately or you just been hitting saltwater?
2: Man, I just was going to talk about that. Now I'm getting ready for it. My, I haven't done my first tournament's next month, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting ready for it. I have not, I haven't started my bass boat in two months or so.
3: Uh-oh. Uh.
2: Yeah, I hadn't even, I've just been busy saltwater. But it's getting that time. I mean, I got, I don't remember, it's about a month away, my first tournament. And then, you know, all winter long, all winter and spring, I got tournaments and and trips and junk, you know. Right. Typically, like, when they're, like, when Bink's duck hunting, I'm bass fishing. That's kind of the, when, when, when during duck season and and all that is when I'm bass fishing. I just don't do much of it in the summer. I pretty much just be I'm just too busy in saltwater. Right. So yeah, I got a tournament and then I've got a couple I got a few trips. I got a few trips I'm gonna run in Fayette in December. Mm-hmm. Got I don't know, I got a handful of trips booked for December to go to Fayette and then like I said, I got a terminal Conroe in about a month. And then and then it just goes from there, you know, all our normal tournament stuff. All the normal jump. And then go to Fayette whenever I can. I sure like Fayette in the winter time.
3: Yeah. That's a that's a good place to fish. A lot of action just, catch a lot of fish and solid fish, yeah, too.
2: Just the best just one of the best wintertime lakes, you know, ever. Mm-hmm. Seems like the colder, the better.
3: Yeah, the great place. few times I've fished there, it's a, its always been good to me. I've had had a really good trips there.
2: Yeah, it's a great lake. I mean, the dead of the summer
3: though—that's
2: <clears> why I don't—I don't go there a whole lot. I mean, it gets pretty—it gets slow and hot, you know. Yeah. I just—I don't—I just, me personally, I'm sure people do, but I don't do very good. During the hot months, there it's the colder the better for me. Right, <clears throat> but it's a great lake. I mean, Conroe's a great lake too. Honestly, I've I've gotten a love love. I've got a love hate relationship with Conroe, but
3: <laughs> everybody does. <Isn't> that like, <laughs> yeah, it's uh. There's no in between. It's either really good or really bad.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I mean. You said it exactly right. Either I got, I got over twenty pounds. I got 20 to 30 pounds, or, or I, like, got zero. Right. <laughs> you know?
3: It's, you know, that's uh, kind of the way Sabine Lake used to be back in the day when they had all those big fish over there. I mean, you'd either light them up and just have the best trip you ever had in your life, or you'd go over there and just like, where, man, where are the fish at? What is the where, deal?
2: Yeah. <clears throat> in O'Connor, I can do it from day to day. I mean, it's not like... Come back a week later and they're gone. It's like I can come back the next day and I can't. Oh
3: yeah, crazy. Exactly.
2: Spend two or three days finding them, and then you find them, and you're on them for one to two days, and then they're gone. You can't find them again, or they yeah, don't you eat. You know, a lot of times I just I see them on live scope. Right. I'll find them, and and I can't make them eat some days, and some days they'll eat the prop off the boat. <laughs> <clears throat> But anyway, I I like that lake, you know, and of course I like Raver and Toledo. They're just a long ways away for, you know, from me. They are. But I always like to go up there and fish them. I tell you, I like Lake Belton a lot too. I, I, Belton, I yeah, I've heard try, that
3: from yeah. a lot of bass guys. And uh,
2: uh, I always try to, to find a tournament, at least one or two every year to fish on Belton.
3: Yeah, I want to fish uh, Choke Canyon or Amistad. I've never fished those. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so uh, Ryan Watkins, uh, you know, Jay's son, Ryan. Right. Well, he's, he's a big bass fisherman. Right. And uh, I talked to him quite right, often. Me and him talk a lot about bass and stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: he fishes Choke Canyon a whole lot.
3: Yeah, that's close I mean, to him. That's not that yeah, far. He, far drive. He for said
2: him. it's a great lake. I mean, he catches some
3: great fish. Good fish over there. <clears throat> All right, Tommy, boy. Well, hey, man, if somebody wants to call you about uh, hooking up and doing some fishing with you, how do they get a hold of you, my friend?
2: Yes, sir. They can uh, find me on Facebook under Tommy Alexander or on my phone. Give me a text. Leave a message if I don't answer at 979-709-8242.
3: All right, Tommy. Well, you have a good day. Good talking to you. See you, man.
2: Come on down.
3: All right. Later. All right, buddy. All right, that's uh, Tommy Alexander and Matagorda. Now it's time to go down to South Padre, and let's check in with Captain Brian Barrera. Brian, good morning. How are you, bud? Pretty good, sir. How are you doing today? Couldn't be better. It's all good, man.
5: All right. All right. Same here. I'm just getting up, getting ready to get out and do a little bit of fishing. I actually uh, had a small string of cancellations, so I'm I'm off today, but uh, my girlfriend's off, too. So, you know, that means we're going to head out. There you go. Try to get on something ourselves. Yep, yep. Unfortunately, I had a, a client that had me booked for like psh, maybe uh, five of the next twelve days. He came down with a, I think it was like a form of bone cancer or something, and he had oh, to just Oh man, that's cancel. terrible. Yeah, just cancel all of them and get right to to getting help. You know, so uh, so that's just terrible news. You know, so hopefully he gets yeah, better. Yeah, that's terrible. And, um, Hopefully, I can fill some of the days, you know, and not lose out too many of them. But if I do, who cares? I'll just take some days off. I've been going hard anyways, you know.
3: Well, that's hard to swallow, it. man. I, I hope that, yeah. that fella's going to be okay. Me too. Well, Me too, you and Kelly, what's going to be your fish target fish. species this morning?
5: Um, I think we're going to try to catch some snook. We're gonna try to catch some snook, maybe a couple little tarpon if they're if they're hanging around. I'm not sure what the the weather's done to them lately. I I didn't get out yesterday, so I've been out in a couple of days. On uh, the day before, I was I was out chasing redfish. Right. I haven't been I haven't been doing the, the I haven't chased the snook or the little tarpon and, you know since maybe the last time we talked. But I know where they live, so if they're there, we will go get them. Sure. Yep, yep, and uh, try to get, uh, I think my girlfriend's got some, some stuff for a magazine she's got, too. They've been asking her for some Jack crevel pictures, so we're going to throw some top waters around, see if we can catch Jack Gravel. It's getting kind of late in the season for me to catch him on top waters in there, but there should still be a few around, too, so.
3: Jack Gravel.
5: Yeah, yeah, not too many not too many days where that's kind of the targeted species, either, but we're hoping no, to catch
3: one. Not, uh... Okay. I kind of go the other way. If I run across those, I can get out of there. <laughs>
5: yeah, I kind of turn my back on them and cast them in the opposite direction. Yeah. But, oh, well, uh, we'll see what we can do, you know. It was a pretty uh, good good week of fishing the days that I did get out. Um, it's just been pretty gnarly weather for, for tarpon fishing and whatnot, you know. It's been pretty tough to to really get out there. I mean, it's been, the surf's just been whipping lately.
3: Yeah, it has. Fronts and getting
5: fronts and fronts. I mean, we're going to get maybe, what is it going to be? Three, four fronts in October by the time it's over.
3: Yeah, maybe we got a,
5: Yeah, another one or two coming up. We got that
3: one coming for Halloween. So that'll make the third or fourth one. Yeah.
5: Yeah. So it's but just going to be been a re- this is going to be
3: a real cold front here, buddy. Yeah. We're going to have lows in the, you know, low 40s up this way. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um,
5: so we'll see what, what it, what it turns into for us. I know Monday is looking really bad for us. Cause that's like 80% chance of rain. Right. Thunder, not thunder, but winds out of the north, 20 to 30, all kinds of, all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, earlier in the week, I did go chase some redfish around the flats you know, Caught maybe, uh, I think, like six or seven redfish, which is pretty fun, throwing artificials a little uh, shallow water jigging around in the clear stuff. Right. Uh, that was fun. That was fun. We got to chase some reds. I haven't been able to, to do it too much lately, so it was good to get out there, chase those guys, chase a few trout down. Uh, I'm going to start trying to get on some big trout here pretty soon. Looking forward to that. I I uh, also got a really my client caught a. I went, had three guys, three older guys, and uh, all three of them caught tarpon. With me, went out on a trip. It was great. That's the one that I posted on the
3: yeah the sicko page. Picture. How big was that yeah. fish, man? It looked huge in that picture.
5: Yeah, it was it was gigantic. I didn't I didn't uh, measure it or anything like that, but I'm really not that good at estimating the size on them but i was thinking it's somewhere in that 170 to 185 pound yeah, range big you know
3: fish yeah you could tell i just yeah. have that look man yeah and sometimes
5: the guys will call me and be like no that one's way bigger you know so i'm just not i try to underestimate them a little bit just because i don't know a ton about the tarp i didn't i haven't got to see many like in real life getting measured and stuff so right still, i'm still learning compared them i'd like to talk to the old schoolers about that they've actually lots of the old schools have seen them hung up you know what i mean at the dock yeah. where you can actually be like this is what a 200 pounder looks like you know what i mean hang them high, baby
3: <laughs>
5: yeah so um i'm still learning but it's pretty cool it's pretty fun it's always awesome to catch a huge fish it's kind of funny uh that guy caught that one and, and one of the other it was perfect because there was a really old guy in that crew that he would have he, he keeled over if he was fighting that fish. You know he was yeah. the oldest guy in the whole crew and he just wanted a regular tarpon and he got so lucky that one ate his line and it was literally like a, a 30 pounder. And uh, <laughs> it was just like <laughs> it was like it was meant to be like the youngest guy in the crew hooked that huge one. And he could barely, he got all he could handle out of it. The oldest guy in the crew hooked uh, like a 30-pounder. So it's like everybody's tarpon that was chosen perfect for them. You know, they hooked. It couldn't have been any better that time.
3: Cliff Webb said he's still tired from that big one he caught with you two years ago.
5: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've been talking uh, to a couple friends about fishing with him lately. Some of my friends went out with him recently. Right looking forward to hanging out with Little Cliff sometime. I got I wanna get up there and uh, and uh fish his water someday I haven't got to get out there with him or get out there with old Joey Farah. I've never fished uh yeah I that think Joey
3: before. posted a picture one of his guys called a thirty incher or something. Nice trout. I
5: think he's fish got boy. two inch trout in the last two weeks is what he was telling me on the phone yeah. the other day. How
3: about that?
5: So that's pretty good. I said, All right, I'm gonna have to challenge accepted Joey I'm gonna have to go try to put one up.
3: Heck yeah, man.
5: So, we shall see. Like I said, it's uh, I've actually got some days coming up that I'm either going to go try to chase some big trout or maybe if somebody books me, we'll do something else. So, we'll see. I think uh, the 3rd and 4th of November are, those are the two days that I have left uh, available. So, we'll see. I'm going to either freestyle it and go throw topwaters for big trout or if somebody wants to go fishing... Early morning go, or somebody wants to hit me up, we're going to try to catch some bigs. I think that's going to be on the back end of these cold fronts, I'm hoping. Right. By that time. So that way uh, we try to get out there and see if there's still some bigs around. I know we should be getting a one or two more pushes of big tarpon to come through, really big ones. Right. Uh, usually by the, by the time you get the second big cold front, they're pretty much gone, you know we're getting them way early usually november is a great time to tarpon fish in the port mansfield area and stuff but uh the fronts are coming so much sooner this year and waves have been so much harsher it's like i couldn't i didn't get to fish in july really and i didn't get to fish in october really for tarpon it was unbelievable how much bad weather we had this year
3: it really was there were not a lot of not a lot of wind is for the tarpon
5: yeah and that's why i'm every boy, august I tell you, september. when they had
3: their windows they're there they cleaned up i mean they caught a yep. lot of fish pretty awesome
5: yeah this is this is exactly why i take zero days off august and september mm-hmm. yeah i'll take one or two sundays off in september just to watch the cowboys break my heart but <laughs> other than that i didn't take a single day off this august and i'm only going to take a couple of sundays off in late september too to Right. Watch football. But usually, I mean, that's when I got to get it. I fish every day. It's, also, it's more than just the money. It's the passion for chasing the tarpon. You know what I mean, for sure. if I were to get canceled for a week straight, I'd still be out there fishing for a week
3: straight, you know. Got it. All right, Brian, I got a roll, buddy. If somebody wants to call you about coming down and fishing with you, give them some info.
5: Sure. Area code 956-755-9413 is the fastest and easiest way to get a hold of me. Call or text or you can check out the website inshorefishingsouthpadre.com
3: all right buddy brian have a good weekend catch them up y'all have fun today see you man thank you sir all right bud all right it's captain brian barrera in south padre it's time for our top of the hour break you're listening to the outdoor show here at sports radio 610 we'll be right back
0: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what